0: 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt Visit our showrooms or check out our new website Gilmore's.ie to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars Or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt The best in motoring here for you Follow us on Facebook and Instagram
1: This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Happy Tuesday, Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch 086-1800-658. Here's Whitesnake. There's Whitesnake kicking us off this morning. Here I go again. It's Sinead Brazel here with you on 11 to 1. Hope you are doing well and keeping well in this heat that we're having Oh, I think I'm a changed woman altogether. I'm a changed woman altogether because three weeks ago, I'm on week three now. I know, it's flying. Three weeks ago, I embarked on a health and fitness regime. I call it, kick your butt camp really is what I call it and get your backside into gear. Um, And uh, before this, complete couch potato, you know, the thought of exercise would have had me running away from exercise (laughs) and shuddering. Um, But, uh, have really just, you know, embraced this, this six week sort of kickstart and the testament, the real test now last night was, will I exercise in the absolutely sweltering inferno that it was yesterday? And the answer is yes. I am so delighted myself. I went to the class last night at half seven And not only was I actually looking forward to it, I kid you not, but I had great fun at it as well. There's a great camaraderie in the group, I have to say. And um, we had some portion of it outside, which did not help. (laughs) It didn't help at all. Um, And uh, yeah, it was great. And I just thought, right, that's it now. You know, if I can exercise in heat like that, and it was still like 27, 28 degrees maybe at that stage in the evening, so, so warm. It was like being in Spain or something. It really was. If I can exercise at that, you know, in that heat, in those conditions, I will do it at any time. So watch this space. You're not going to recognise me. I'm telling you, after these six weeks. (laughs) But it continues. But I'll tell you what I could have done with after uh, the exercise yesterday. Oh, a plunge into a nice cold pool would have uh, really helped me. It really would. I had to settle for a cold shower. But had I been up around uh, the the Mead direction. Um, a Mead farmer, and I know we might have talked about this yesterday on, on, on LMFM on, on Late Lunch, but a Mead farmer has created a 44th pool for his neighbours to cool down. Now that is neighbourly, you know what I mean? I think this is f- fantastic. Michael Farley is his name. He's the joint owner of Killian's Lodge in Mullah. I would have made the trip up. I really should have last night to plunge myself in the pool. But he created this 40-foot pool using... Uh, so he's used 20 bales of hay and, and a silage cover, right? Or a temporary pool. He filled it with 30 tonnes of harvested rainwater, which he harvested on the land uh, on Karen, in Karen Ross. So it's uh, held in place um, with these bulk containers which are filled with 1,000 litres of water. Fair play to him. I mean, that is just savvy thinking isn't it he was equipped now for the heat wave. just imagine now you know with a hot day as well and if you, if you were working you know in the fields toiling the lands tending to animals all the things that farmers do and then straight into the pool plunging into it oh the relief the relief of that would be brilliant fair play to them Uh, apparently all the neighbours were having uh, coming up for a dip and having a bit of crack and uh, he said there was great fun and community and all the rest of it uh, over the weekend just Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, If you want to check it out, by the way, it's on LMFM.e, the picture of this fantastic pool. Now, he doesn't know how long it's going to last like this really is, a temporary pool. But I am getting envious of these people who have, you know, they're well, you know, planned out with the heat. A lot of people that have the big pools that I did see certain supermarkets selling You know, we did talk about the middle aisle specials. People who have slightly bigger paddling pools, people who have, you know, like kind of like a hot tub situation, but obviously not hot water pumped into it at the moment. Uh, These jacuzzi type things in their their back gardens and very envious, very envious of this altogether. I had to settle just for a cold shower yesterday and that will wake a person up. It really will startle you from your heat and your kind of... You know, uh, lethargic kind of sense of mind when when the heat is around. I do have some tips, by the way, for you. uh, That practical tips that you can use to keep your house cool, uh, as well, because we are still in the midst of this lovely heat. Um, If you have tips yourself on how you're keeping cool, if you want to send me pictures of this lovely, uh, you know, hot tubs or pools or things that you have in your back garden, do so. I love to hear from you. Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. There's a little mix with Breakup Song. want to say hello to Carol in Navin. She's been on, uh, she says she's on her holidays. She doesn't often get to tune in live, you see. She's a regular listener when she can be. So thank you so much Carol. Hope you're enjoying the holidays. She says uh, great weather we are having but we're not used to these temperatures. Um, Looking for a request for people who are in nursing homes and hospitals at this time. Absolutely I'll do that. And she's thinking especially of her Aunt Laurie in Beaufort Nursing Home as well. We will get a song for you, no problem at all. She's Saying what you need was what I needed last night after the exercise was a cold bucket challenge. Yes, I did need that. Uh, Her tip for keeping cool. uh, She's closing all the curtains, keeps them closed, uh, keeps the room cool. And also it doesn't fade the furniture. You know, if you have the suite of furniture and the sun is streaming in, sometimes the sun, if it's very strong, can actually fade the furniture. So that's a really good tip. Thank you so much for that. I want to mention, I'll be going back to tips, by the way in a little while but I want to mention this because Invercopa Coastal Rowing Club they are hosting a 12 hour charity skip-a-thon in Scotch Hall Shopping Centre that is happening this Saturday from 6am to 6pm and they're going to be sharing out the funds raised between Draw the Women's and Chil- Children's Refuge and their own club as well and uh, they really are supporting Draw the Women's and Children's Refuge I suppose really because of everything that happened during lockdown and uh, all the rest of it so uh, they will be assisted by staff and volunteers from The Refuge on the day along with volunteers from Sean Kilroy Fitness and St Nicholas's GFC to keep the skipping ropes moving for the 12 full hours across the day. I really just hope that the weather has slightly cooled for you if you're doing that although if they're inside I think in Scotch Hall they'll have lots of air conditioning they'll be alright they say a lot of training has gone into the event to get the team's fitness levels as high as possible for this endurance event and they'd like to sincerely thank Sean Kilroy Fitness and St. Nicholas GFC for all their help so far and of course Scotch Hall Shopping Centre for hosting so any donations will be appreciated they do have a GoFundMe page if you check it out if you just Google Invercopa uh, Rowing Club and GoFundMe it'll pop up for you but no doubt they'll have buckets there on the day as well. So all funds raised. So appreciative uh, it's there. And they're a great rowing club. They really are. And it's great to see them given back to such a worthy organisation. Now we're going to be taking a quick break. After that, I do have that song for you. Uh, that'll be coming your way uh, for Aunt Laurie in the Beaufort nursing home. Coming in from Carol. I have that song. And I also have some tips for keeping the house cool in the heat. It's all on the way.
0: 11 to 1
1: getting a couple of requests in and I love to do these. Uh, This is coming in from Martin McGuinness in Cullen and he says, can I play a request please? Happy 60th birthday. Uh, That's coming in for, uh, from sorry, Lavina, Niall and your girls Caitlin, Ariana and Esme. It's for Martin McGuinness, sorry. It's for Martin McGuinness. There was a bit of confusion here back and forward in WhatsApp. So it's for Martin McGuinness and um, it's uh, coming in to to, to 086-1800-658. Hope you're having a fantastic day and all also, I did promise that we would uh, play a song for Aunt Laurie in Beaufort Nursing Home that's coming in from Carol in Navin. Here it is. It's Niall Horan. Hello. There's Niall Horan and Anne-Marie with our song. Now we are sweltered, we are sweltered with the heat and I have a couple of tips for you now this is coming from Laura DeBara who we would have featured on the show uh, a couple of years ago, she's the gaff goddess she is the DIY queen and she has picked up some handy tips for keeping cool because she spent a particularly sweaty summer in New York and uh, she says there's no air conditioner required for this so as Carol rightly said earlier on keep curtains and blinds closed during the day when the sun is shining in also keep doors closed in unused rooms as well. If you cool down a room, don't leave the door open afterwards because then the, the warm air is going to come in. Don't sleep in polyester. Use cotton sheets instead of the polyester. Obviously as well, lighter tog duvet. I think we all know that. Or none at all at the moment. My God. Check the thread count as well of your sheets. Uh, so a sateen weave is going to be too heavy, she says. Also the mattress, uh, a spring mattress is more airflow than a gel or memory fo- foam mattress, right? Well listen, we may give that up I'm not going to switch the mattress for a few days but anyway this is a good one spray the curtains with water and then close them over an an open window which is a good idea so that'll have nice cool air coming in and also put an ice pack or a bowl of ice water in front of a fan nice tips as well for keeping cool in the hot weather if you have any do share 086 1800 658 Now I know we're kind of all about film festivals lately but it's brilliant because there seems to be lots of them cropping up around the place and now the Royal County Uh, are added to the list because the Meath Film Festival has been launched. Now this is taking place in September but we have a little detail on some of the stuff that's happening for the programme and also the organisers are looking for submissions for short films. I'm going to be chatting to Shuan O'Connor. She's a film director from County Meath and she's also the woman behind the Meath Film Festival. We're going to chat to her after these. 11 to 1 Acclaimed film director from County Meath, Shuan O'Connor, felt a need for a festival to celebrate film from the Royal County. And so she's now launched the very first Meath Film Festival with an exciting programme featuring film-related workshops, short film screenings, and so much more. The festival will also provide great opportunities for filmmakers to get involved and showcase their work and also to strengthen the vibrant filmmaking community in County Meath. Submissions for short films are now being accepted as well for the festival, which is happening in September from local and national filmmakers. Joining me now to tell us more is festival founder, director, Shuan O'Connor. How are you doing, shuan Hi, Sinead. I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing very, very well. And this is very exciting because as you know, I'm a big film fan and delighted to see festivals happening in the local area. But tell me, where did the idea for this festival come from? Like, was this something that you wanted to set up for a while?
2: Well, um, yeah, listen, thanks a million for having me on, first and foremost. Um, yeah, I suppose I was kind of aware that there was a gap in terms of film in Ireland. I mean, every other county in Ireland seemed to have some kind of network or hub or something happening. Um, so really, for the last year, I, I've been thinking about it and um, kind of felt with the support of, thankfully, the Art Arts Centre,
1: um, felt maybe I can do something about it and yeah. you certainly have and the launch was last week I'm going to chat to you a little bit about that now in a second but you know the Royal County has been put on the map recently particularly when it comes to a film with huge success like on Colleen Kuhn we, we spoke to the producer and, and writer and director behind that and and Amazing. you know it was so well received here and internationally and I can see why this would be part of this uh, film festival but you know success like this for an Irish film and one for Irish language as well is huge I don't think we've seen success like this for an independent production on this level in some time
2: I know exactly it's so exciting and to hear it's long listed for an Oscar it's it's just it's beyond exciting and we are so thrilled to have it We're, we're screening it as our feature um, on September seventeenth, with the Q and A with uh, hopefully some of the filmmakers, so like that, that's just something. Yeah, we just really can't believe that, and we can't wait.
1: And of course, this film was shot around County Meath as well, which makes it, it extra special. With this, it really it does. And and I have yet to see it. It went out of the cinema, so so I didn't get a chance to see it. But I've heard so many people raving about oh. this, so I'll have to I'll have to get to, to the screening of that when you when you have that Absolutely. up and running in September. But you launched the festival last week in Solstice, and there. Was a great response from people which is very encouraging for a festival that's just starting out
2: it really is you know i was thrilled with the launch on wednesday to see the support of people i know and then the support of people i don't know you know that's what's so exciting that people are interested they're curious they want to know what's what's coming up and we have a really really exciting program we've just we've just opened up submissions for our short film. Um, and that's they're, they're for films that are, have a connection to me. So we don't mind when the film was made, but we just want your film to have a connection to Mead, whether it be cast, crew, mm-hmm. location, team. We don't mind, but we want Mead connected films. And then we also have another very exciting um, opportunity for filmmakers under 18, so school-going uh, filmmakers. Really, uh, we have a 60-second film challenge.
1: Oh, um, that's yeah. very that's very interesting. So, making a movie kind of in a sixty second time frame is it? Exactly. We wow. Want, we okay. Want
2: films. You want we want to see? Can you tell a story in sixty seconds? You know, it's really really. It sounds simple,
1: but it's quite. Oh, challenging. I'd say it's very hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: But like, I just encourage the young filmmakers. Just start by looking up films on YouTube mm-hmm. look to see what other people have done, and see if it gets your creative juices flowing.
1: Oh, it's a it's a great challenge and something I think that the some a budding filmmaker uh, would definitely want to to get stuck into. I have absolutely no doubt about that. So tell us now, because there's, there's lots on this program. As you mentioned, there the short films. We also have on Colleen Kuhn the the feature. I mean, you have legendary film producer Arthur Lappin involved in this in a, in, a, in a very special event. I'm very intrigued by this.
2: Exactly. Arthur's amazing, um, really, and so humble. I mean, his, his, um, his IMDb filmography
1: is quite impressive. Intimidating, is what I would say.
2: know, <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's such a gentleman. He's amazing. He's so supportive. But yeah, he produced things like In America, The Boxer, My Left Foot. Um, you know, just massive, massive yeah. films to be involved with. And we're going to do an in-conversation with Arthur Lappin on the 17th of September. So, yeah, That's so another wonderful. really exciting thing to come along to see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, in terms of the the entry requirements now for your short films and closing dates and all that kind of stuff, what is what is the sort of requirements that they need to fulfil?
2: OK, so our, our closing day, our deadline is uh, August 17th. OK. And we're looking for films under 15 minutes. And again, it doesn't matter when it was completed. Um, so uh, we don't mind about that. We just want to hear your connection to Mead, what, what the connection is.
1: OK. On the, yeah. And you're looking for local as well as national uh, filmmakers to get involved in that. Yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some people might have moved away. Some people mightn't even be in Ireland anymore, you know, but we want um, Yeah, we just want films that have that connection. And that's what's unique about our festival.
1: Yes it really is and I think you know it's going to be such a a great event happening on September Uh, what's the final date 17th of September is it? Exactly
2: 17th of September at Solstice Arts Centre and as well if anybody I mean they can follow us on Instagram at Film Festival Mead and all of our little links there to submit your films are there or everything is on Solstice Arts Centre as well on their website
1: It's fantastic I think it's great to see a festival like this for County Mead I'm really looking forward to it I will will be there on the 17th you can guarantee. I wish you every success with this issue uh, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you Sinead for all the support thank you so much Thanks a million Shewan O'Connor there as I say the uh, festival itself is happening on the 17th of September all of the details you can find as well on Sol- Solstice Arts Centre's website now if you want more information or if you want to submit your short film or the 60 Second Film channel uh, Challenge you can email filmfestivalmeath at gmail.com okay so me- filmfestivalmeath at gmail.com and also as uh, Shewan says they're on Facebook and Instagram all the details are there as well at film festival meath and it's all happening on the september
0: 17th 11 to 1 LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774 55. On this day in 1848, it was the
1: first US Women's Rights Convention. It was held in New York and it was organized by Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Lucreta Mott as well. Uh, and this she was the driving force, really, uh, was the 32 year old Elizabeth Cady Stanton. She was the daughter of a judge and wife of Henry Stanton a noted slavery abolitionist uh, politician uh, so they had uh, really were the driving force behind this first meeting so that was 1848 I need to wait to cool off why not celebrate National Daiquiri Day yes it's one of the oldest known cocktails it was mostly invented in 1898 in the small mining town of Daiquiri near Santiago in uh, Cuba where an engineer uh, named Jennings Stockton Cox created a simple drink called a Daiquiri so there you go National
0: Daiquiri day today, LMFM Northeast update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at SenatorWindows.ie.
1: Oh, we can always rely on Rick Astley. He's never going to give you up. News at twelve is approaching, but still to come. She designed Michael Flatley's iconic Riverdance shirt. As well as collaborated with many Irish designers, I meet textile artist Mel Bradley. She's part of Loud Craft Mark's new exhibition that's running in Millmount. We'll be chatting to her, and lots more to come after 12. 11 to
0: 1. L-M
1: our Sinead Brazel here with you till one hope you're keeping well you can get in touch with us on 086-180-658. now one of my favourite TV shows is back in the news and is going to be returning to our screens soon and they are looking for new sofa stars yes it's Gogglebox Ireland they are calling out for new cast members for the popular series that's on Virgin Media and uh, they're looking for witty and opinionated telefanatics to join the new season so they said they're looking specifically for groups of older male pals, okay, families, especially ones with brothers and sisters, Priests and nuns as well are high on the list of what producers are looking for as well this year so they cast out or the call out sorry reads do you have plenty to say and love a good chat while watching television if so you're not alone we're calling on you to join Ireland's most loved and opinionated TV critics from all across the nation in the next season of Gogglebox Ireland starting in autumn on Virgin Media Television so they're looking for older male pals who love nothing more than chatting about what they watch in the box while down at the locals' men's shed or waiting at the taxi room ranks with that kind of age group. They're also on the hunt for new families, especially those who have a brother and sister combo. And despite them proving to be a lesser spotted breed for Gogglebox Ireland, they want to hear from tele addicted priests and nuns as well. So they want uh, uh, to hear from anyone across the country is plenty to say about the world of TV and want to join in having a laugh. Is that you? Would you like to be part of Gogglebox Ireland? Well, if so, you email, all you have to do is email casting at kiteentertainment.com Stick in your contact details where you're based and what you like to watch together and maybe a photo of you all together if possible as well. So everyone who's watching TV together casting at kiteentertainment.ie And we have had some... Uh, TV critics from this local area involved in Gogglebox before so it would be great to see more local faces here on TV screens in autumn so if that's you casting at kiteentertainment.ie now let's see what else is happening in the world of celebrity
0: The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app Hi, I'm Crossy. Chris Evans stars in The Grey Man, which is on Netflix from Friday. He famously plays Captain America in the Avengers franchise, and he's the good guy in that. But we asked him, what was it like playing the bad guy for a change? Uh, It's certainly more fun when you're filming because there's a lot more room for improvisation. There's a lot more room to kind of be free um, as opposed to someone who is a little more reserved and internal. But if you do each character properly, uh, I will say there's a little bit more fun playing the hero. (laughs) James May tours Italy in Amazon Prime's new TV show James May Our Man in Italy the series will show him explore the food the culture and the changing face of Italy from the past to the future we said it to James that it was some gig to get well yeah I mean you've got a point I had to constantly pretend that it wasn't a holiday but in a way it is there's no denying it I'll say it now to you I haven't said it to anybody else but it is it is a holiday I mean it's a it's a ruined holiday because you've got a film crew and they are quite invasive but I can't Really grumble. Another day, another challenge that creates drama on Love Island. Luca and Dami both shared their true feelings about Tasha around the fire pit, but Andrew heard it all. He's not a happy camper. Bye for you, said. We'll say it to your face straight up before and everything. I've never once said that. I feel like you're getting me. Oh. It. Well, man, we would say it to your face. Man, we Maybe would you say haven't said it to my face. But we would say it to your face. If you want to bring her over and I'll tell it to her. You used to be meant to be my mate, isn't it? Well, it's not like I've never said this to you. I'm not. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the
1: LMFM app. Yes, The Buzz returning a little bit later on with Eddie Caffrey. And you can find more celebrity news on LMFM.ie. Your song, going to dedicate that one to Martin McGuinness and Cullen. He's getting a lot of love today. Very happy 60th birthday today to you, Martin. Uh, That's coming in from all the McGuinnesses in New York. And everybody who knows you, you'll be celebrating today with all your family and Cullen, especially with Maggie. Martin, hope you are having a fantastic day. A lot of love coming in for you on 86 1800 658. Now, my next guest, I'm very intrigued to chat to because she's been such a creative force for a very long time. But she has, among her many accolades, designed the iconic Michael Flatley Riverdance shirt. I mean... It's a piece of fashion history at this stage. She is one of the artists that's going to be uh, they're exhibiting at the moment in the Lead Craftmark Connective Twenty Two exhibition. It's ongoing in Millmount. We're going to chat to textile artist Mel Bradley just after these.
0: Eleven to one.
1: There's Leslie Doudle, wonderful thing on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now we're going to be chatting about something wonderful happening in Millmount because uh, the Craft Mark have an exhibition ongoing. But my next guest is part of this and she's been making and creating art for as long as she can remember, specialising in designing and hand painting the most stunningly beautiful silk scarves, wraps, cushions, bed throws, that kind of thing for craft, fashion and corporate markets. Uh, She was commissioned to design the magnificent shirt Michael Flatley wore on Riverdance in 1997 and she caught the eye of leading fashion designers such as John Rocha, Louise Kennedy the late Richard Lewis to name but a few designing and creating fabrics and wraps for their collections. So she along with 35 other artists from the Laid Craft Mac group are exhibiting their work in a group exhibition called Connective 22. It's on display at Millmount Craft Quarter and it's running until August 5th. I'm delighted to be joined though on the line by artist Mel Bradley How are you getting on Mel? I'm getting on fine, Tynade. Thanks for having me on your show today. It's wonderful to have you because I, I've I've watched some of your work from afar from a, for a long, long time. So it's great to chat to you. And what an impressive career you've had, Mel. Tell us though, where does the love of art and creativity all come from?
3: Well, well, it's going back quite a long while, and I suppose like many an artist will tell you, now they they started on their grandmother's knee knitting. Um, and I have to say. A lot of it came from my grandmother, who uh, was very involved in theatre and costume, um, as my great-grandfather was uh, Burke's of Game Street. So we come from a very creative background with costume and plays and art and uh, drama and all of that. So I learned my love there. and. Be perfectly honest, I wanted to be uh, a domestic science teacher as I uh-huh. called it then, a home economics teacher and it was it was uh, one of the young nuns um at school who actually said to my mother uh, that I was actually far too creative <laughs> that I should try and pursue a career in, in art and design. So I went wow. to art college when I left school and I and I very much appreciate that my family allowed me to do that because it wasn't today or yesterday. It was in a time when um really girls went to secondary college, you know, to do secretarial courses. They certainly didn't go to art college. <laughs>
1: And play all day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, as you say, play all day exactly. And uh, can we just say prestigious art college, the National College of Art oh, yeah, and Design yeah. in in Dublin? And uh, you know, like you say, uh, not only did they did, did did girls go on and do kind of secretarial courses, but they certainly weren't going to art courses. And after you graduated, I mean, you're talking about the eighties in in Ireland, very difficult. And and two years after you graduated, you opened your own studio. I mean, talk about challenge. Times, Mel.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, look, we could go back to the eighties. All my friends were leaving, uh, and I wanted to stay. And with the help of the Craft Council of Ireland at the time, um, I was able to do um, a start your own business course in craft. And so, yeah, I would have been one of the pioneers to set up showcase and all of those um, organize all of those fairs that are still going today even though I don't participate in them anymore because I've kind of been there, done that. Mm. I don't really want to supply shops anymore. So I'm kind of much more exclusive now in a way that I I hand paint for uh, uh, well-known designers and uh, for myself
1: now. Which is a fantastic achievement as an artist in, in, in Ireland, particularly to, to kind of be able to, to say. And, you know, a lot of the work that you do, as we say, is for designers. I'm going to chat about that in, in a minute. But tell us about your work, because you're working with silk predominantly. I mean, all the work's hand-painted. That in itself, I imagine silk is a tricky fabric to even be trying to hand-paint. Uh,
3: yeah, I have just been doing it for so long that I've, I've probably got quite good at it. Um, and of course, uh, styles change, fashion changes, you change, uh, what interests you changes. So um, I'm, I hope over the last thirty-five years, my work has has involved and developed and, and changed. But uh, yeah, no, the silk is like my canvas. You know, it mm. uh, it shimmers, it takes colour beautifully. Um, so yeah, it's just. It's my canvas as opposed to a, a painter, um, like a, another painter's canvas yeah. a stretched. I do stretch my silk and then paint it and then when I take it off it becomes a whole new different thing because it's soft and it's
1: on your body it's kind of like uh, wearable art kind of stuff oh it really is luxury wearable art can we say because it's just it's stunning because I was looking at the website and some of the things that it just they jump out the striking colour really really jumps out but what kind of things inspire your creations well
3: um, everything really Mm. to live Down here in Lake Town by the sea, and like every morning it's just different. There's the breeze, there's the sand, there's the sound of the ocean, there's the birds, and there's shells, there's the grasses, there's just everything, Um, um, and the colour. Every time you go down on that beach, it's different. And uh, that's where I get my colour from nature, and just the lovely, beautiful world that's around me, I suppose.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I have to ask you about Michael Flatley's Riverdance shirt. I mean, this is iconic now. This is like a piece of Irish fashion history. You designed yeah. this, uh, so tell me, how did this come about?
3: Well, that was the the original um, the original Riverdance that RTE. Yeah. But on that time when I can't remember who won it and we hosted it in Dublin, Ireland hosted uh, the Eurovision in Dublin and they, this was the first time Riverdance was ever seen. But I know I, I did Michael Flatley's shirt, but I also did that amazing cape that was six metres across with Anna Olivia heads
1: on it. Did you? OK, I, I wasn't did. sure about that because I, 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 that's fantastic. So you had that yeah. as well.
3: So yeah, but that and it what that was actually commissioned by RTE. Wow! So in fairness to them, they really whoever the the artistic director was at the time, I can't remember. And um, she obviously had the foresight to do that. The shirts then for Michael Flassie obviously was lovely silk satin, and it, of course evoked all this river dance, the the beautiful colours of the sea greens and turquoises and all of that. But I have a little story to tell because I got—I did actually get quite a bit of work out of that. Oh, because, very good. Um, Michael himself loved the shirts and never gave them back, so they always had to be replaced. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to make quite a few of them, and I do have one of them still, and that's in—that's in the archives. As I tell my kids, <laughs> in a box somewhere. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and really? it, it was great. And I mean, I did, the show went on then for a while and I did some, I did some work with other fashion designers who did flamenco kind of dancing and stuff like that. um, uh, you know, and then mm. it just kept, it kept on moving and developing as as we all know.
1: Wow. and I mean, like to have your shirt on the pretty much the most famous man in Ireland, particularly at that <laughs> time, must I have been in. amazing. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> Mel takes it all in her stride. I'd be so starstruck, I really would. And as you say, the 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 Michael Flackley shirt is under lock and key. All will be revealed, maybe in the will. Is that the crack, Mel? <laughs>
3: Well, God, if anybody ever wants to wear it, they're very welcome to
1: it. But, you know, you've collaborated with many brilliant Irish designers as well. Do you enjoy this collaborative process, you know, like working with them and kind of realising some of their vision as well as kind of your own input into it?
3: Uh, Yeah, I think that's very much the case, Sinead, because, you know, working with other people, you see, as a designer, you know, you're you have all of these briefs, but it, it is absolutely great to be, uh, you know, seeing their vision come alive when um, when I paint something or uh, whatever. Now it's not always easy, by the way. Mm. It can be a long old slog trying to get get to what they want and and what I'm able to do or what I want. But um, I think one of my greatest, uh, one of the best moments I ever had though was when uh, we were in Paris with John Rocha fashion show and see her stuff coming down now uh, on oh. the catwalk uh, you know, in the move is pretty
1: amazing. That's you know, <laughs> so, goosebump inducing um, sort of stuff. Yeah, I so mean that
3: that was lovely. And it was the same show that um Nate O'Connor wore one of his beautiful dresses as well. Yes. So it was just it was just a very magical thing, you know, uh, to be able to to go and uh, I have to say uh, John Osher is always so nice and kind yeah. and always inviting me to all the shows. When I could get there
1: that's amazing. That is amazing. The way she so casually said that. Oh, when I was in Paris with John. Rogers. I love it. I love it, Mel. I love it. Uh, but you've, you've teamed up. You're very much part of the local community and part of Craft Mark as well. And you, you along with uh, 35 wonderful artists around the county Laid, uh, have come up with this exhibition, Connective 22. It's ongoing in Millmount Craft Quarter at the moment. So tell us a little bit about this now.
3: Okay. Well, Connector 22, as you say, is hosting uh, artwork uh, from jewellery, ceramics, textiles, uh, media, painting, um, and lots more from 35 of our members. We have 68 members. Oh, wow. And um, every couple of years, we have what we call it an open exhibition. So all of our members are allowed to put um, a piece or two into an exhibition. And um, I'm actually hosting it because uh, it's in Millmount, but it's in my gallery, which I opened just before the lockdown.
1: Oh, wow. Uh,
3: and I have a beautiful gallery space there um, that has views of the, the lovely Martello Tower that we have there. And um, it's just very exciting to, to, see, to see the whole exhibition come to fruition because we have very talented people in our group extremely oh.
1: talented. Oh, you definitely do. And I've met some of them over the years and I just yeah. think it's a wonderful organisation-led craftmark, and and it must be so rewarding to be part of a group like this as well because, you know, it can be so tough out there trying to promote your work initially as well and it can be kind of isolating I'd imagine as well working away on your own as an artist, Mel. Yeah, the isolation
3: can be a bit of a problem and it, it it's fantastic because we have our own Facebook page for our group um, and if you have a problem or you need advice on packaging or if you have a problem with some customer, whatever it is, or if you need supplies, um, it's great because everybody is so generous with their sharing their information and their own skills because we all have different skills. Um, yeah, no, they're absolutely great. And as you know, we're running workshops yes. at the weekend and they have been very successful. Uh, I gave one the other... Saturday myself. Uh, and we have two coming up this weekend. Oh, one very good. In, one is ceramics. Yeah. And the other one is painting. I think we've one, one um, place left on the ceramics and about two or three places left on the painting. And, okay, so uh, that, how, do
1: people, be, how do people get access that well, or get involved they, there? If they,
3: go, if they go on to Mark website, they yeah. get it there. Or if they go on to Loud Craft Mark uh, Eventbrite, Mm-hmm. Uh, they can book a, a place on there, or they can phone me.
1: Okay, perfect. We we, we have your number here. We'll keep your yeah, number, maybe at reception for and that. And I, can, I
3: can put their put their names down, and uh, so that'll be this weekend. And then we have more more workshops the following weekend. So the exhibition closes on the fifth of there. Uh,
1: of okay. August and it's going really well you launched there uh, early July things are going very well uh, as you said they're Tuesday to Sunday 11 to 5 that's when the ex- exhibition is open to everybody and these workshops are a great idea are they for people now complete beginners or people that have a little bit ex- of experience in this area no
3: you can be you can be a complete beginner we're trying to trying to get people who have never tried anything before in their lives to come up so it doesn't nice. matter they're two hours 20 euros for the two hours oh it's for nothing you're getting it's for nothing and it's most enjoyable and it's in my workshop. So, um, if you want a cup of tea or coffee, you're very welcome to have one as well.
1: Fantastic.
3: Um, yeah. So yeah, no, we had a great we had a great opening with our Mayor, Michelle. And um she she was very um she was very supportive and she loves collecting craft herself.
1: She does, um, yes. Yeah. So, the, oh, yeah. so it's going from strength to strength. Open till August fifth, and I, you know, I've no doubt you're probably working uh, on quite a few pieces as this is ongoing. Even though you have this exhibition up and running, I'd say you're still keeping a, a hand in the rest of uh, your work, Mel. You're a busy lady. Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah, I've
3: quite a bit on at the moment. <laughs>
1: you know, saying
3: that. I always stop when somebody comes in and I chat to them, and I I love seeing people coming into the workshop. And of course, we have other studios up in Millmount.
1: It's and a treasure trove up there of art, creativity, craft. I've been up there a couple of times, but you're 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 enticing me up again. That's for sure.
3: Oh, you have to come up. And Of course, we have our our museum as well,
1: which is yes. Uh, So you get a bit of history in there as well. It's a lovely, it's a lovely way to spend a bit of time. It really is. Mel, I'm wishing you the best of luck with this exhibition. I've no doubt it's going to go well for yourself and the other artists involved in this. Thank you so, so much for joining me and sharing an insight into your work and your story. Thank you so much.
3: Okay, listen, Sinead, absolute pleasure. And thank you for giving me the opportunity. And can I just say one last thing? Yes, of course. You know, artists need sales. Yes, they do. (laughs) Yes, they do. We have lots of ideal wedding gifts, special birthdays, new home, you know, and a piece of art on your wall will bring a unique happiness to whoever owns it.
1: So, you know
3: come up and have a look and you never know you might get you might have to have a wedding present take the artist's name and
1: get in touch with them whenever absolutely okay, so absolutely Mel thank you so so much and for joining me thanks a million Mel Bradley there she's so right as well I have well we were very lucky we were gifted a piece of art um for around uh, the time that we moved into our house and it's very proudly sits there she's so right when she says that artists do need support and this exhibition is open to the public Tuesday to Sunday 11am to 5pm in Mel's Gallery there in Mill Mountain the craft quarter I promise you it's a it's a gorgeous way to spend a couple of hours up there and do check out as well the loudcraftmark.ie Facebook and also their, their uh, website there you can get more details on all the workshops that's going on 11 to 1 getting back to the music now here's Dermot Kennedy on LMFM's 11 to 1 better days are coming There's Gemma Kennedy with Better Days. Now it's time for this. LMFM Job
0: Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on LMFM.ie. Angela Kearney Dental Care,
1: 41 Fair Street, Drogheda, requires an experienced part-time dental nurse. Please send your cover letter and CV to info at angelacarney.ie. Exclusive, spelled with no E, so it's just XCLUSIVE Security Limited requires the following vacancies due to their rapid expansion in Drogheda. Uh, security guards, cleaners, security patrol drivers, please send your CV to admin at exclusive. So that's XCLUSIVE security.ie. And Mizu Hair and Beauty Salon and Dog requires a beauty and skin therapist. Please email rachel at Mizu.ie for more details. And don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie Talking about Gogglebox Ireland looking for new contestants Flamin Eamon says I'd love to see yourself and Niall O'Brien in Gogglebox you'd kill each other. Oh yeah we probably would could you imagine? Oh my god it's enough of him now every week on a Friday That is a lot of the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. I will
0: leave you at Phil Collins. Chat to you tomorrow. Eleven to one with Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website Gilmore's.ie to see the amazing two 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 range of Mercedes Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. L-M.